Pizza Hut app made over a million dollars in its first four months on 360. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's off Fat America's. What's up, motherfuckers? NWN here, aka the Honorable Black Hokage, and welcome back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and we're feeling very pristine since we made it to episode 16. And of course, I got my co-host with me. He looks like a shadowy secret character in Super Smash Bros. Because, well, what he looks like is a mystery. Game fanatic, can we get your opening statement, sir? Go. It's good. We are back. Y'all been asking for us for a while, man. We ain't had no information, so, you know, y'all had to just sit there and wait for a little bit. But we in. We got a show for y'all. And my other co-host recently had a mental breakdown on Twitch. He said he's tired of all the light-skinned jokes. UTX is JG the dog. Can we get your opening statement, sir? (laughs) I'm fed up, bro. I am tired of all light-skinned jokes. But anyways, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. (laughs) And uh, my... Man, a lot of words. <laughs> and my opening statement for today is this podcast is brought to you by Zelda Lore from Polaris.com, PolarisGo.com. If you never played a Zelda game, they take the story and the timeline and they summarize it up using funny flash animations. It's a funny take on the whole Zelda mythos, and you should check it out if you have time. I'll leave a link in the description box below if you're interested. And of course, make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes link in the description box below as well as everything we talk about articles on that will be in the description box below um couple <laughs> a couple quick announcements um steam sharing is now open to all it is out of beta so if you have a pc and you weren't invited into the beta you can now steam share with everybody on your friends just right click their name and then do that whole process blah 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 also um What's the name? SOF Studios put out a pre-alpha build trailer for the game H-Hour, which is the spiritual successor to SOCOM that I backed on Kickstarter. I'll leave a link in the description box below to that trailer. I think you guys should take that. You should check that out because it's going to bring third-person shooters back because SOCOM was the shit. But let's get into today's topics. Let's open up the conversation with that motherfucking Titanfall. A lot of news has been coming out about Titanfall. The first big hoopla, the big thing that everybody's been complaining about is on Twitter. I forgot the name of the dev on the game, but he was basically explaining to people on Twitter that um, the game will be 6v6, basically 12 people on the map plus bots, but the map can hold up to 50 people and all the Titans. So what do you guys think of this multiplayer game, Next Gen, being a 6v6 only multiplayer game? Go. Go ahead, Jay. Are you ready for me to go? Okay. So... This is a huge blow. Come on, yo. This is next gen. The The whole point is to progress. Keyword, progress with what we have. So for a game, which I, I know Tick keeps saying a million times, that was made by the original people that made Call of Duty. Apparently, they still have this mindset that, oh, we can't, we can't go any further than that, or we feel like this is the sweet spot for what all we have on the game. It's complete bullshit. The whole point of next gen is so that the new consoles 
have enough power so that they can support more than 6v6. What about the cloud? Players. What about the cloud? <laughs> yeah, that, but that cloud, though, that cloud, it was supposed to be amazing, right? It was supposed to take some of the uh, some of the processing off of the CPU and the GPU so that you can do more things with it. But they said, well, the, uh, the developer claimed that they started from uh, 12v12 and then they went down to 2v2 and then they found that 6v6 was a, was a sweet spot. And they also said that um that they made it like this because uh and i quote there may be some human players that might struggle facing other human players so we're gonna have all these ai players in here to make it easier for all of the people that may have a hard time struggling against other human players to have a good time and actually be able to kill people utter bullshit what about you tick oh yeah okay stuffy time all right let's go so, I already told y'all in the past, I wasn't even hyped about this game in the first place. Turn so, up! First of all, yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> first of all, when I saw the first trailer, like, the, the, the first thing that hit me was, this is Call of Duty with mechs. I was like, I've, I've been here and done that. I don't really see anything different. Um, a lot of people was hyped about it, and I believe the only reason they was hyped because it was the original Infinity War. People are, you know, Call of Duty hipsters now, you know, the same people that love the game. And they don't see why, because the game ain't really changed it. Call of Duty is the same shit you used to love back in the day, but now everybody wants to hate on it. So they decided they want to hop on Titanfall's nuts because it was made by the, the original Infinity War. Half the people didn't even know it wasn't the original Infinity War that made Modern Warfare 3. So they hopping on this, this game nuts and they just overhyped it. So I was already just looking at it like, yo, it's going to suck. It's the same same shit. So now that I found out that they're doing 6v6 only, and Call of Duty does more than that. That's amazing. This is next gen, now. This is the Xbox One and PS4. You know, they supposed to have the, the bigger processors that can have more people on the screen and all that. And we sit here with 6v6. And the reason is they want the game to be easier and suitable like they did for Call of Duty 4 and, and all the Call of Duties after that. So they, they dumbing the game down to have an AI running around on the field. So when we saw those trailers with all that action going on, like 95% of that was all AI-controlled characters and mechs. Yeah, you're going to be and, um, I, killing the bots. Yeah, and I heard that, you know, the mechs aren't as skilled, so they're easier to kill. You get less points for them, though. But if you want to sit around there and farm those mech, those uh, AI characters all day, you'll be able to get your Titan real easy. <laughs> like, I heard it's like if you kill a player, you get, like, 500 points. If you kill, like, the uh, AI bot, you get 50 points, uh, something like that. But if you sit there and add that up, man, you're still going to get your Titan real easily. I'm so. a, I'm a, I'm a defend. I'm 50-50 on it. I'm going to defend it. First, the 6v6, I'm going to defend it in the sense that none of us have played it, okay? So, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to take the developer's word for it and say, hey, maybe 6v6 is the sweet spot. But at the same time, I don't agree with the bots. I don't like the bots. Because, I mean, like, I don't play multiplayer games to hop online and kill a bunch of bots. Because it just gives you, like, a false sense that you're actually good at the game. Like, I, like they're dumbing the game down for little kids. Just so they can get some kills and shit. And like, I'd rather have more human players on there. At the same time, it's like I haven't played it. I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm conflicted. <laughs> I'm conflicted. Now that's, now that's what I'm really tired of. I'm and, and this is we know that this is has well this has been a thing for years. But the dumbing down of games just to make it easier for people to pick up and play. Fuck that shit. 
We've been saying this for a while now. Please give us a game that's actually competitive and that you have to at least play it for a little bit in practice in order to get good at it. Don't just make it easy for everyone to pick up and play. I don't care what demographic you're trying to appeal to. That's some bullshit. So I'm really uh, iffy about that, but I'm still going to get the game just because I'm hoping hoping that it's a little bit different than the typical Call of Duties that we've been playing for years. I'm just hoping. Um, hey, look, uh, it's going to be Call of Duty. Um, I heard some stuff about it, too, but I know a lot of people want to say, look, uh, Gears of War from 6v6. It was 4. It was some 4. Some other game. Oh, 4, whatever. I ended up being 5 a little later. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah, it ended up being, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're going to probably use that for an excuse, but that's not the same kind of game. It's not, you don't have to take cover. Gears of War was actually a pretty hard game to master. That is one reason I hate it. But it's a pretty hard game to master. The controls were garbage. But that, that's that's <laughs> but, Tick's yeah. opinion. That was Tick's opinion. You said it was hard to master, but the controls were, were terrible? Yeah, that's why it was hard to master. The controls, they were garbage. I don't understand but, what was so hard about pressing A. Because you had to use A for everything, dog. Like, my problem with that game mainly was posted up on the wall did i see an enemy come at me and i try to get off the wall not knowing there was another wall or ledge on did my you, right side. did you play off, and then he bounces onto the other wall and i get shot by did you play two and did you play match. two and three did you play two and three no nah, i only played one okay i, I remember that i remember that was a, that was a slight issue in the first one but that was like ironed out by the second and third one. Oh, I, I would have to check i never played two online i played it like single player whenever or three was about to come out they had it uh at gamestop for the midnight release but I really didn't get too much into it, but still, the game sucks. This so, guy, this guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that works for that. And then I know y'all probably going to say, well, Counter-Strike has bots. I know how y'all try to dance. Counter-Strike has bots, but look, Counter-Strike, you can have more than 6v6 in the game, and you can use bots as an option. Uh, most of the time, I'm playing the rules where it's no bots. And, uh, and, 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 so, and Counter-Strike is an old-ass game. Yeah, and the Counter-Strike bots are very, very smart. Like, they actually play like real players. Yeah, they, they actually... will kill your ass. Right. It's <laughs> set difficulty on them, and they play smart. Like, they'll camp on boxes. They'll, they'll set up traps on you and everything. So, uh, you can't really use that because <laughs> those bots are really, 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 like, I don't know. They're, 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 they're some smart robots. Yeah, but... going back to the Gears thing, I mean, Gears have bots, too. And if you put them on a higher difficulty, they'll kill your ass, too. But the but the bots the bots in gears the reason I like them is because they only appeared if somebody rage quit out the game then you would get a halfway decent replacement in a bot this game is spawning bots at the beginning so it's kind of like eh I don't know I don't know man yeah we'll have to see another piece of Titanfall news um the dev said there will be no quick scoping in the game which I think we all can agree that is a good thing it'll I mean there's already gonna be a lot of kids playing this game because there's bots in the game but you know. At least we don't have to deal with any idiotic quick scopers trying to make montages for their YouTube channels next to some dub music and shit. What is, I mean, is that what it's called? Dub music or dubstep? Dubstep, yeah, dubstep, 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 whatever you know. That. Dubstep or or what's up? Chill step, which is pretty. Why do they call it? it's the same music though? Why would you call it dubstep and chill step? It's chill. Ethos told us about it. It's, it's all techno to me, it's man. Not real. It's like, I'm never doing <laughs> is that what it is? Because it sounds like a bunch of trash cans banging on, on together to me. Yeah, it's, uh, 
What's yeah. the name? But uh, the biggest, the biggest piece of Titanfall information. This isn't really news, but just, just it's just like an epiphany that came on me. Like everybody's so excited about this game, and this, this little thing. When I thought about it, it kind of killed my whole vibe for Titanfall because what people fail to realize is, yes, this game is being made by Respawn Entertainment, but it's being published by EA. Now let's take a look at EA's track record. Battlefield 4 servers broken. Sim City servers broken. If 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 history tends to repeat itself, Titan Titanfall is the most anticipated game of the year. You know it's going and it's multiplayer only. You know them servers are going to be overloaded. This game might be one of the worst like, I don't know, launches ever because EA servers are trash and I haven't seen anybody talk about it like everybody just trusts EA and they damn origin servers. I don't know. What y'all think about this, man? Nah, I just I just think that we keep forgetting about it. We're we're so excited we want to see something new, but then we go back to it is published by EA. And I, every time we have this conversation, I end up forgetting honestly. So that makes me even more scared now that you reminded me again about it. <laughs> you forgot Battlefield 3 because Battlefield 3 wasn't too great launch wise. It wasn't? I didn't play it at launch. I got it, it from it got the Humble Bundle. It way before Battlefield 4, though. It, yeah, it did. It did get fixed way before. And they, Battlefield they didn't have 4. delays with DLC. Damn. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn. But it did have some issues. Yeah, it, it did. was lagging all the way till the launch of Battlefield 4. <laughs> it did. People, people were definitely complaining. And keep in mind, this game is multiplayer only. That means always online. So if your internet go out, you can't even play the game you paid $60 for. It's no story. Yeah, you know y'all don't play single player anyways, but... You know, I mean, that's besides the point. They still could have put at least like a little four-hour story in there to give you kind of some type of context of why they're fighting. I mean, like, why are they fighting? Where did where did these robots come from? They came from other robots. <laughs> like, think about that. Like, what's the point of the game? Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know? Hey, blame blame the gaming community because this is this is a direct reflection of how the gaming community treats games now. They don't play single player, and since this is the original Infin- uh, Infinity War, this is exactly what they're doing. They yeah. like, well, fuck it. This is our bread and butter, which is going to give you multiplayer only, and we're going to charge you sixty bucks, and you're going to deal with it, and you're going to love it. And I swear yeah. to God, if this game has kill streaks, I'm done. I'm done. It doesn't. You just get Titans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the more points you get, the quicker you get your Titan to, to fall out the sky. Oh, man. I don't know. You know, you guys got your little 6v6 with the bots. I'm conflicted about Titanfall. I don't know how to Titan feel about Fall this two. game. Titanfall 2 will have the uh, kill streaks problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but like I said, I don't really care. I'm not hyped over the game at all. Like, this isn't a need to buy a game to me. I mean, it's just another run-of-the-mill shooter, another arcade easy mode shooter. Oh, and about that whole pelting left and right, because a lot of people was trying to play it off like that was going to be good. I watched a video a few months ago with a guy who actually went down to uh, test the game, and he was playing it for a while. And he said that the whole bouncing on the wall stuff doesn't really make it so people can't aim on you. He was like, it doesn't affect the aim at all. You still uh, can aim on a person to hit them, even while they're bouncing left and right, because of the auto-aim feature. So, uh, yeah, so that whole parkour stuff is kind of pointless. But- it just helps you get on certain places, like buildings and little rooms but other than that still gonna get shot Watt said that she played the game at Eurogamer and she said that the game is absolutely amazing and everybody knows that her voice is the definitive version of all <laughs> the opinions in the gaming community <laughs> nah I'm playing but she swear by that game so I'm gonna take her word for it we'll see we'll see about that shit but, no offense uh, to Watts but she is definitely a female gamer uh, so- <laughs> 
Hey, you know, hey, you know, you know they about to go to her Twitter. Watch, they was talking about you on the podcast and shit. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. I said no offense. Okay. Uh, but, nah, I can't. I can't really go off of that. What I, they got to do with anything? Right, right, sexes. right. Hey, 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 hey. I, I am. I'm not even gonna lie. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still coming up. I mean, but still, like, I, I can't really go off of that. All right. Legends too, though. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's all she plays. League of Legends most of the time. So I really definitely can't go off of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. This week was CES 2014. For those of you unaware, it is the Consumer Electronics Show, which is basically the tech version of E3. Although CES came before E3, E3 spawned out of CES, basically. So that's what it is. All the latest tech and gadgets and shit. And they show a little bit of gaming here and there. But the big thing that's coming out of CES, I took two things out of it. The first thing is 4K televisions is the future. We've been telling y'all for months now 4K is the future. But y'all keep telling us it doesn't matter. Our next-gen consoles have 720p forever, blah, blah, blah. My concern about all these 4K televisions that these companies are coming about is it's cool. The 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 It's very pretty um, technology and, and screens and all that. But... When are them prices gonna come down? What do y'all think? Uh, I give it a year or two. They're gonna drop. They're gonna drop. You give it it's a year not, or two. A, a year or two, they'll be down to at least one grand or two grand. I, I give it like I give like two or three. But we'll I'm talking. But the thing is, the TVs that I've seen, a lot of them were like 50 inches and above. Like, how come they can't put out a 32 inch at a reasonable price? Is what I'm saying. They will. They, 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 will. Yeah, yeah, they will. You know, you know when you when you're actually uh, showcasing the newest technology, you got to make it big. True. It's, it's really no point of bringing the the 32 inches and in, in below, or probably anything under 40 inches to the actual show. So you know, that's that's just what they have now. But eventually, they will make a, a 40 inch version, a 32 inch version, probably even a 20. 3 inch version we'll see though i seen um on MK. yeah because they already got monitors so uh, how much those cost a gr- two grand oh i'll God pass damn. i'll pass and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i gotta go down and uh youtube had actually announced they were showcasing their new 4k streaming technology basically they were saying they came up with a whole new codec um uh, a format for you guys that aren't aware that, that plays videos to be able to basically can press the video on YouTube without losing its quality and without using a hell of a lot of bandwidth on YouTube because like we said they're converting to 4K so that was kind of dope and uh, that file has got to be uh yeah true oh yeah 4K yeah but you know let's be honest here how big the file would be uploading a 4K video it wouldn't matter if these internet companies would stop being greedy and start um bringing that Google Fiber well not I'm not blaming Google but bring more Verizon files everywhere like it needs to be fiber more fiber that's the problem our internet we still we still at 95 yeah Waiting on these cable companies to catch up and realize that upload is just as important as download. Like, come on, G. You got to get it together eventually. We're behind. I seen um, in the documentary, I think I talked about this in a lab podcast, uh, Google Fiber, since they're installing in Austin, Texas, now AT&T, which is the heavy hitter internet provider in Austin, they're now offering uh, 100 gigabit uh, connections like Google Fiber. So, I mean, like, that's what needs to happen. Google needs to keep rolling that shit out. And so they'll make competition step they shit up because that's really the problem. There's just no competition. Um, well, some of the buying out competition, like Comcast and them making deals with Verizon, like yo, don't come, don't don't come to the city. We got this. Yeah, yeah, so they they they. they, they, they yeah. I seen in the documentary they talked about it. They said that um, 
I want to say it was like 1999, 2000. All the big companies got together: Comcast, Verizon, AT and T, like Earthlink, and all this other shit. And they basically laid out a map, and they said, "You take this city, we'll take this city. You take this city." And they all agreed that they wouldn't go, they wouldn't um, infiltrate each other's cities, so that they could just basically milk the city. That's why you probably don't have any uh, a secondary cable provider in your city. You probably just one, one or two at the most. Yep, I have Charter. Yeah. We, we got we Verizon. Before, yeah. We got Verizon in the city. You can get Verizon DSL all you want, but they're not gonna let you put that that uh, files over here. We got we got we got files over here, but it's like in a real limited area. It still hasn't really penetrated. So yeah, that's some that's some bull. I, like I said, I wouldn't have a problem with not being able to get Verizon files or Google Fiber if the actual cable company that I do have I'll step their game up. Like I haven't I haven't heard anything about them moving to Fiber yet. Now that they said that they're trying, but the highest I can get is a hundred, hundred down and like five up, and that's, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's and that's crazy. Um, and the lowest they did at least step their um their download speeds up because we're gonna be like to fifty megs is like the lowest we can get now. It's like the lowest plan at first when I first got it, it was like five megs was the lowest, but now they say that the lowest is like fifty. So, but I mean they're they're in, uh, slowly increasing their download speed, but I'm still waiting on their upload speed to catch up. And they also said, I forgot where I read this, but they're about to stop throttling customers. And if you find that you're being throttled, um, complain and you could take action against the company because it turns out it's illegal. If you're paying for the service, they're not allowed to slow your shit down. So, uh, and they and they said uh, the, uh, the reason they said they said they weren't throttling because they didn't have enough bandwidth. They were just doing it because they wanted to make more money and and basically save and all that shit. So you got to pay attention to what these companies are doing. They're dirty. Um, other 4K news I saw on MKHBD, aka Marcus Brownie, the Black God of, of tech. Um, Sony cam. I seen a Sony cam that interests me. It was two thousand dollars. It was a four K Sony cam, and it was like one of them handy cams. It was only two thousand dollars. That's supposed to be coming out this year. That um, records in full four K, which is kind of dope. Which means I think in another year, year and a half, we might see a a, a handy cam or a DSLR that records in four K at a, like a thousand. And if that happens, I'm definitely picking one up. So you know, I could be one of the first on the four K bandwagon on YouTube, huh? Well, y'all think y'all gonna pick up a four K camera? <laughs> I haven't even picked up a 1080p camera. I'm still back in the right. day. Well, you got a cell phone, speech. don't you? Yeah. yeah you oh, go. yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the only thing I got. I don't have a cam, but, I mean, if I want to get my idea into place, it might be nice. True. Listen, I, I remember when uh, smartphones first came out, I got the uh, the Evo 4G. That was the first 4G phone ever, and it could record in 720p. I remember I was, like, walking around bragging to my friends. I was like, yeah, my phone records 720p. I was like, you need me recording music video? I got my phone in my pocket. <laughs> oh, if I only knew that shit was trash. Um, what's the name? Steam Machines at CES, they were showcased. It was showcased in 13 variants, and they had everything from, like, a, a lower-end Core i5 with, like, a such-and-such such GPU to, like, the higher end. I seen one where... You could get two Titans in there if you wanted. Um, what do you guys think about these 13 different Steam machines from 13 different companies? I just think the Steam machines are stupid anyway, first of all. Like, ding, ding, it's ding. not a console. It's just a, it's a PC. It's a glorified PC. They just threw a controller on there, which you all you can just get an Xbox controller on a regular PC, plug it up, and buy it. You got a controller. Like That's all it is. But it's just using the Steam operating system. But I think we can still use that with our computers we have now. Yes, so, you can. Yeah, so if you buy this thinking that, oh, it's a console, you're stupid. You just bought yourself a PC. 
I'm confused. I'm confused because okay, you say you want a PC game, but you want to do it in the living room, and you want a PC game. So say you want to play like these hardcore PC games, like MOBAs or RTSs and shit, exclusives to PC. How the hell you gonna play on that stank ass controller? You trying to be a PC gamer? If you're gonna be a PC gamer, be a PC gamer. Don't half ass it because you're just not gonna be able to play certain types of games. You'll be able to play like um. You know the, the the third party like Assassin's Creed and shit like that, but you're not gonna be able to play certain games with that stank ass controller. So, quit faking it. You know. True. Like the Steam, um, the mo the majority of the variants that I saw were basically just they they you know they had regular computer parts. It was just in a small uh, a small frame, which we already have. We have like small. Um, if if you already know, you know we know we have like mini IDX towers or what they called, and that's a small form factor PC. So that's literally all that they are. I don't I don't I don't really get it. It's it's kind of like. Even the alien know the yeah, exactly. It's, it's like the Alienware, like what I have, the Alienware X51. It looks like it's as small as an Xbox 360. So that's that's exactly what the shit is. It's just multiple companies making it, and they're trying to appeal to the to the person who wants. They don't want a big ass tower, and they would just want something in their living room. That's that's basically it. But other than that, it's the same thing. It's going to cost around the same prices, if not more, than making a PC for yourself. So I don't think that this is going to work. Wah, 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 wah. I think um, something cool though that happened at CES um, Razer showcased their new project Christine which is a concept PC a new modular PC I don't know if you guys seen this where basically um, everything on the PC is basically it's like basically a big rack okay and then it has like individual modules on the rack that you insert and you can pull out. And each module, one holds like the CPU, one holds the RAM, one holds the GPU, you know, one holds the cooler, I'm going to assume. And basically, if you want to upgrade this modular PC, say a better part comes out, um, a better graphics card, all you got to do is basically unplug the uh, modular from that certain um, slot as if it's like a USB cable or a VHS tape or a disc or whatever just pull it out then put the new one in and bam you upgraded your PC and uh, they were talking about coming out maybe with a subscription service for this where basically you could buy the modular PC and if you pay the subscription fee when a new part comes out you can upgrade whatever part that is and they'll send it to you free of charge which is well not free because you're paying for the subscription so I thought that was kind of dope what do you think about this module PC I like that idea. I think that'll be really good for the people who are a little scared of actually, you know, building a PC and putting together parts, afraid that they're going to mess something up. So, I mean, if you have the money, it all depends on how much the subscription service is and how much the original, uh, the base costs. But I think I think that's a really good idea. That's that's just really bringing uh, technology forward and making it easier for people to, you know, get their parts and and build their ultimate PC in the future the way i see it like you said it'll eliminate the fear people have of having to open up the back of a pc and installing parts themselves since it's just plug and play and if they come out with this at the right price i mean what's the point of owning a console (laughs) i mean i might fuck with it It all depends i have to look that up though and see um see what else they have in store with that man consoles gonna be dead after this generation anyway everything's gonna be pc gaming so if you're not in the pc gaming now you acting like you don't want to get down with it well get ready to give up gaming anyway because they're already talking about this might be the last generation and pcs ain't gonna die so <laughs> they might die. think about it 
<laughs> but I still love my console. Well, you're gonna be loving that same console 20 years from now, bro. Still What's the, next? the Xbox One 2024. I think that that was a perfect um, intermission into the next topic. Um, Sony, they announced the since you were saying the the death of console. Sony announced the PlayStation Now service, which is a streaming service that allows you to stream games from PS1, PS2, PS3 era onto your TV or your console or your Vita. And I don't know if they said PSP. I don't think so. But um, those three I know for damn sure. And it'll be a subscription service where you can you can stream your games to all these things. But I think the big thing that caught everybody's attention is they were saying you don't need a PlayStation 4 or 3 to do this. You can stream it directly from your TV as long as you got a controller. So is this spelling the doom of consoles in the near future? What do you think? I think it's, I think it's stupid, first of all. Like, everybody got all excited for this, and now you got to pay. First of all, they talk about you got to pay a subscription to use this feature. So that's Sony's taking more money out. You remember when Sony was all nice and everybody was like, yeah, Sony, it's free online. You get to play your games. Okay, free, hold on. Let me, let me defend it. They, they, they said you had to pay a subscription fee. Did they say you get any games with it or, like, Cause I mean, that's how you get the games. You can't, you can't use your old CD-based games like your PlayStation Three. You can't use. But them. I'm saying, you I'm saying, I'm saying, what, what if we paid like it was like Netflix? You pay eight dollars a month, and with that eight dollars, you get the access to streaming service, and you get three games a month for free, and then the rest you got to pay. Is what I'm saying. Like, did they break it down like that? Is I don't that... know, but the point is, you shouldn't have to pay anyway. Like, I didn't have to pay to play my PlayStation One games on my PlayStation Two. True. I didn't have, yeah, like, so you shouldn't have to pay anyway. Um, it should just be something that was put on the console. And, I, and people say, well, it's a totally different architect. Well, this is the year 2013, well, 14 now, but it was 13 when it came out. They knew about this. They knew people wanted to play the old games. So why not make it so you can play your old games? It's not like they're using a different format for the CDs. They're both using Blu-ray. And if you buy any Blu-ray player from the store, you can play your DVDs, CDs, and everything else on that Blu-ray player. So it is backwards compatible. So why the world consoles can't be backwards compatible? Great so point. It's just it's just a way that they can get more money out of you. And it's sad that they gotta go that route and people gonna fall for and just pay for the money, you know, pay the money to play their old games anyway. So. True. Yeah. Now I I like the concept and this is once again bringing us forward with technology. I like the concept and the fact that in the future you won't actually need a console to play your games. We're gonna have to find out first of all how much is going to cost for the subscription service. Second of all, how exactly they're going to work with um, the distribution of games if they're gonna give you access to the entire library, which they most likely won't, um, but it, it's possible that they might or if they just give you you know a one game per month or per week or whatever two games or three games per month we have to figure out how that's going to be Uh, another thing that they said which is i'm assuming it's going to be fixed in the future but initially they say that there's a little latency and the games won't look as good um i guess that we're talking about like the ps3 and and ps4 games but of course the ps2 and and ps1 games are going to you know they're going to look okay because those are old but what I hope that they end up doing, say if you have an old game, there should be some sort of voucher service where if you have the old game, if you have the hard copy of it, you could just be like, hey, you know, I I can take a picture of it or or use the tag or something. To, and then they give you a voucher so you can actually download the game and then you can just stream it. I think that that'll be cool. But uh, coming back to your, your point, Tick, that's exactly why 
they're bringing this service is they are literally trying to get more money out of you and the people that have collected all these hard copies they're going to be mad or they're just going to you know pull out their old consoles if they still have it um, because that's pretty much going to be the only way that you're going to be able to play those games that you already you know spend money on without buying the game again essentially so we're going to have to figure out what's going on with this but they did say that it's going to be available in the summer and they're doing beta testing now so we're just going to have to sit there and wait but eventually this is going to be the future people no more hard copies it's going to be all digital and streaming so you're just going to have to get used to it five bags so, of streaming <laughs> but look this is what's going to either make or break the service for me okay so you're saying that we can play all the recent and then all the older games so if i'm able to stream say a ps2 game and i want to play socom does the servers come back up for socom where we play on we can play online because i mean that'd be kind of cool you know they shut like all the games where they shut the servers down are they coming back online because if the answer is no then fuck it i don't care about no. that service then I no i don't think player, i don't bro. think so but that would be interesting if it did because i'm a socom fanboy, and if the servers are back online get i'm throwing my money at the screen right now <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh yeah that, that's the only way i would get into it if they turn them old servers back on for that whole situation very interesting from sony um toshiba you know the tv manufacturer well they're a tech manufacturer um they're coming out with their own tv that's going to have its own proprietary gaming streaming service built into the tv they're not using playstation now um they're using something called game now which is supposedly a streaming service from taiwan and uh they were showcasing it to some of the polygon uh uh, what is it was the word authors or writers for the site and they were saying you know it's kind of cool tv but it is a little bit it's laggy they were playing a fighter and they were like eh, i can't really see so you see toshiba's coming into the streaming we got the playstation now like you guys said i guess streaming is just just the future it's inevitable you know and eh. um <laughs> speaking of streaming <laughs> xbox fucking up <laughs> xbox one uh twitch uh put out a tweet earlier this week saying that the xbox one streaming app is still like six months away it's still months away from being able to let you stream live from your xbox one without the, all the extra setup using the app basically all you can do for you if you're unaware all you can do is watch streams on the xbox one twitch app you can't actually stream yourself and then on top of that microsoft announced that the project spark the thing that they showcased during like e3 where you can basically like build your own world and shit that got postponed for another month so I mean, congratulations, they sold like 3 million in the first month, but everything getting postponed, ain't no games to play, ain't shit to do. Sony, uh, they making, uh, they putting out positive news, I mean, Microsoft fucking up. (laughs) I don't know what's taking so long, honestly, I mean, it's just an app, y'all could, I mean, if y'all want to steal, y'all could literally copy and paste the one that uh, that the PS4 has, but it don't matter, I hope they don't never get it, because you see what the people on the PS4 are doing right now, they going to sleep and, 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 and showing, you know, showing their wives' titties while they sleep and shit, so that ain't even gaming, I don't even know what they doing over Freak there. Freak so on I, Twitch. They said the softcore porn at night, Freak but, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling that once y'all do it, y'all gonna be worse anyways, but as we all know, the people who actually care about streaming and want to go with that little extra mile, we're doing it already on the Xbox One, so you don't really need an app for it anyways. But I think what, what kills me about the whole situation is, one, nobody seems to care that you're paying for these features that you're not getting anytime soon, but then on top of that, um, during, what was it, during, they, they showcased 
the Twitch app in May when they first revealed the Xbox. That was one of the big features that they were touting, and everybody was clapping like, yeah, it's going to have integrated. I don't even think Sony mentioned Twitch in both their press conferences when they first announced it in E3, but somehow the PS4 has the Twitch app on day one, and Xbox still don't got shit. Hey, yo, Sony, Sony said that they were partnering with Justin TV at first, and that's why I was mad. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, when it comes out, they was like, oh, we have Twitch streaming now. <laughs> they were like, oh, got your ass. And um, Xbox just put out an update to um, to fix the interface, because like I said in my review, like sometimes it could be a little bit laggy. Motherfuckers thought I was hating, but y'all see. I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like both consoles were just kind of rushed out just to get out there, you know whatever let's uh let's go ahead and cut on the sad music you guys because you know what time it is time for the nintendo news (laughs) let's go (laughs) what's the name okay so a third party developer came out of nowhere he wanted to be unnamed he talked he talked to kotaku and he was basically saying that the online infrastructure for the wii u sucks we all know that and basically, he was saying that the reason they're not getting any online games is because devs don't want to make any games because the online infrastructure is nothing like Xbox Live or PSN. And when I read this, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? As a Wii U owner, I was like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have party chat, and I'm pretty sure most of the games don't have in-game chat. I mean, there's online, but it's like... It's like, what is it? I don't know what it's doing. Like, the PS2 era's online is better than the Wii U's, to put it in perspective. It's kind of strange. What do y'all think? You want to go take? (laughs) Fail. (laughs) Man, well, as we all know, Nintendo doesn't care about online. And to be based out of Japan, where you have amazing infrastructure, you have amazing technology, amazing internet, how can you still be living in the past when it comes to the online component? You can't avoid it. You got to get your online up to par. But at the same time, defending Nintendo, because I never defend Nintendo, but defending them this time, this is kind of bullshit that these developers are coming up with a million and one excuses as to why they don't want to make their games for Nintendo. Nintendo needs all the help they can get. Can at least one developer throw them a bone and be like, you know what? I don't care about your online being trash. We're going to just make you this game. And then Nintendo can be happy and y'all can get a little extra money. Damn, Nintendo but needs look help, at it, man. Look at it from the, the, the developer's perspective. Why should they spend all that money creating an online infrastructure for their games, building this game, putting it on the Wii U, being lucky, lucky if they sell 500 thousand copies the online sucks and then on top of that they got to spend all that money to upkeep the game and all that shit like it's it's an investment for them that's the way they're looking at it because like we said gaming has become a business and they're probably just looking at the system like well what am i going to get back from this because the the install base is not it's not big enough i mean to put it in perspective for y'all listening the playstation 4 sold 4.2 million in its first month the wii has just crossed the 5 million mark in like a year and a half now like give it a month both the xbox and the playstation is gonna pass it that's crazy how low its install base is that's crazy and they have a big lineup coming out too so yeah man <laughs> support nintendo though <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how, how more i could say this dog because it's just looking worse and worse for nintendo i've been trying to say support nintendo for the longest but you know what <laughs> what sucks about this whole situation is i'm personally i'm tired of getting just talking joking about nintendo like it's just getting old 
and it's like at the same time you got to keep bringing it up because hopefully maybe one day they'll listen to one of us and change their ways because i don't think anybody ultimately i don't think anybody wants to see nintendo lose we all grew up on nintendo but man i don't know like you would think because they're they're playing i know they're based in japan but you're doing business on the world stage and you would think they would take the time to study the western offense uh, audience and realize that gaming is more social on the western side and adjust to that so they can maximize their profits i don't know i just i don't get it man they need to and, and i hate to say it they need to fire water and fire reggie fees and they need to get some new talent in here because both of them don't get it and i really don't understand why reggie doesn't get it because he's ahead of nintendo of america I understand why Awada doesn't get it, but Reggie, bro, you don't get it either. So <laughs> we, need, we need some new management. He like probably, he probably does get it, but Awada probably over him. So like he probably got he probably be saying like, "Yo, we gotta do this." They be like, "Nah, nah, nah, it's worked before. We don't need to do that." No, nah, I think Reggie and it has worked. No, nah, Reggie's a douche, dog. Like he's been in here for years, and when I saw him come on the E3 stage, I'm like, "Look at this nigga here." I, I just, I just didn't think that he knew what was going on. He really didn't know what was going on. You remember that woman? Like it was probably maybe five, six years ago. I only remember her name, but she came on the stage right when the Wii U. I mean, not when the Wii U, but the Wii was about to come out, and she was talking about the the Wii Fit and all that other bullshit and making up these little stupid ass stories that nobody want to hear. That was that was Reggie right there, and they at least they got rid of her ass, but they need to get rid of Reggie too. I I honestly don't think he knows what's going on either. Lucky yeah. for Nintendo, they got the money though. They won't go belly up like Sega did. They got but, the money. Yeah. They got the money now. That's the issue. Like they're not thinking towards the future. Um, well, this... they still got the loss of 3DS to selling. They still good. True. True. That this next piece of news, <laughs> since we're talking about the 3DS, is gonna probably piss off some of the diehard Nintendo fans because uh, Nintendo got exposed. Uh, Nintendo lost a lawsuit where they had to pay 15 million dollars in quote unquote damages. For a copyright infringement apparently nintendo didn't invent the whole 3d screen without the glasses like they claimed to and they got caught slipping they lost a lawsuit and nintendo has been exposed your whole all you nintendo fanboys who swear by nintendo saying they're the most creative in the universe they got caught copying plagiarism and now they paying the price that's 15 million out their pocket what y'all think about that yo okay one i hope that Okay, all right, you are recording, so it shouldn't be. Because you're struggling, bro. Your mic is struggling right now on my side. Um, two. <laughs> Damn, Nintendo, son. Y'all just can't win. <laughs> like, what's going on, bro? <laughs> so what's going to happen to the 3DS? So do they have to, like, not make the screens no more? Or they got to pay that person every nah, single they, time they make it? They settled. They just settled on it. Oh, okay, so they don't have to. They're not really losing any more money other than that fifty mil, or whatever you said. Right? Fifteen yeah, million, yeah. fifteen mil, yeah. That is a lot, though. That's, that's a, that's a hit. That's a, that's that's a, a pretty pity, yo. <laughs> and then, you know that Wii U ain't selling. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo and Apple was the same. That's that's how I take it. So you know, Nintendo ain't ain't safe either. You know, they they'll do some shit. They'll take some ideas from from somebody. But y'all swore that they are innovative, up and down. But look what's happening now. So there they go. They got hit. They had to settle because they uh, had to pay more at first before they even settled. They had to pay more. It was like thirty million at first, and they settled on fifteen. That shit's crazy. Also, oh, fifteen million, not fifty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but to end the whole Nintendo segment, let's end it on a positive note. As of today, the 3DS has sold 11.5 million units since 2011. So clap it up for Nintendo, even though they stole the old screen. <laughs> let's uh, cut off the sad music and let's talk about something that that's kind of pissing me off about Steam and the whole PC gaming movement. Now, for those of you that are unaware, something on something Steam have is called early access, where uh, developers can basically put their game up on Steam. And long as they put in the description and in big blue bold words that this game is not finished, it's in early access, this is an alpha, pre-alpha, a beta, whatever, you can buy the game and you can basically test the game for them, help them out during the development of the process. It's called early access games. Now, Daisy, it was um, it was an Arma 2 mod. They came out with their own standalone. And right now, it's in alpha. It's in early access for Steam. Well, the the devs for the game basically came out and said, um, yeah, we sold 800,000 units, but uh, we're not going to be in beta till late 2014, which basically means 2015, because you know they like to push shit back. Um, I personally think that they need to basically become more strict with the rules on these whole um, early access. I think there needs to be like, if a, dev, if a dev is gonna put up a game for early access, there has to be a one year time frame where that game has to come out at alpha or beta or whatever. He's like, they have to show progress for the game because I don't think that's fair that you could put it out and then they're basically saying a year later, it's gonna be in beta. The game is still not gonna be finished. That's crazy to me. What do y'all think? Mind you, though, that game has been in, uh, in development since late 2012, I believe. Right. I think that's when I first started seeing screenshots of it. Should have been in beta. Yeah, and, and that's that's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> but that's like the Overgrowth game you bought. Like, And I told you, like, that sucker's been in development since, like, 2011. That's when I first started seeing videos. <laughs> that game is terrible, yo. And, I, and what, what makes me mad is I paid $30 for the DayZ game. And I know it's an alpha, but I thought at least it would it would it would work. Maybe the game works better on AMD cards or something. But I can barely get 30 frames on my GTX Titan. I get I get I get between 15 to 30 struggle frames on that game. That game is unplayable for me. I get it's crazy that it drops down to 15 for me, and it's unacceptable. But they're saying a year later it's gonna be in beta, not even finished. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. That's, that's messed up, yo. Before I even told me, I thought that the game was at least in beta. Actually, when I, when the uh, uh, when I heard about the standalone coming out, I thought it was finished. Um, and then y'all telling me that it's still in alpha, but y'all sold eight hundred thousand copies. How was it not? How was it not out of alpha when it was part of Arma Two at first? I thought that was the alpha stage. How are you still in alpha? And then how much is that? Game? You said thirty bucks. Yep, for an alpha game. Come on, yo, this straight bullshit. But well, y'all um, people bought it though, so whatever. Yeah, Arma's Arma is its own game now because. The way it started was it was a mod to, you know, Armor 2. They were a mod. So then after that, they got real famous and a lot of people were playing it. So they was like, okay, now we're going to make a standalone trying to make some money off of it. And that's what they did. So they had all those fanboys who enjoyed the, the one on Armor 2. They went and bought this one, which is funny because it's a lot more you could do on the Armor 2 mods. And other people have actually modded the Armor 2 Daisy mod and made it even better. And there's more things you could do on that than you actually can on the standalone. <laughs> and... Man, it just got people, and it's it's bad that they actually announced that it's gonna be, it's not gonna be a beta until next year, till after people bought the game. Wow, so that's, that makes, the, that's the funnier part. That makes a lot of sense. That like I don't get that one at all. That's crazy. Yeah. And 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 the game sucks. Like, what's the point of the fucking game? 
I turn that just, shit on when you just run around and collect cans and run away from zombies. I don't like games that don't have objectives. It is an objective. Survival. Boy hush. What's the name? <laughs> um, what's the name? The, the developers for the game, State of Decay, they signed an exclusive deal with Microsoft for a multi-title deal. They will be coming out with multiple games exclusive to Microsoft. And uh, you know what this means. It's all downhill for beer. <laughs> what you sold to the devil, bro. Right. <laughs> hey, nobody does that anymore. You see what, you see what Bungie did. Right. There's a the reason Bungie left. <laughs> even, though they, even though they went to fucking Activision, the scum of the earth, but still. I guarantee yeah. you the, the multi-titles is going to be State of Decay 2, State of Decay 3. They're going to keep They're going to bury that franchise. Milk, so milk, milk, milk. Right. Boo. <laughs> uh, what's the name? MLB The Show. That game is gone. It's done. Kaput. Um, they, what, who, 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 who develops that game? I forgot. 2K. 2K, yeah. They had they, they basically, their license expired, right? And they could have renewed it, but they decided not to, and they just threw the game away, right? Yeah, they pretty much. I mean, they were losing to MLB The Show anyway, the uh, PlayStation exclusive baseball game. Um. That game was just amazing. That's what so, I said. MLB the no, show. No, I went, which, MLB, one, which one? Which one? MLB two K. Okay, yeah, MLB two K. My bad, y'all. Correction. MLB two K. Go ahead. Yeah. So they were losing to the show anyway. So there really wasn't no way they were going to make up ground. Like they had to do crazy gimmicks, like uh, pitch a, a no hitter and you win. What was it like a million dollars or something like that? Yeah. Five million, something weird like that. Yeah, yeah, you had to pitch no hitter to get that. So that was their way of trying to sell the title, and that was the only way they could sell it. But that still wasn't even helping it. So. Do baseball um, games see, still sell? Oh yeah, the MLB yeah, they show sell like crazy. Uh, I love baseball games actually. Like, like I like them better than football games. They say slugfest is the only thing that mattered to me. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. But, but yeah. yeah, so I mean, now they've only they're down to one sports title, and the only sports title that sells for which is 2K. Um, you know, they lost 2K football back in like 05 to Matt to EA. And then they just started killing. They killed the NHL series off, and then now they're finally killing that off. So, are they done with NHL too? NHL's been gone for a minute. I haven't even been paying attention. Yeah, me oh neither. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, NHL's uh, for a second. I think I think the biggest announcement to come out of CES 2014. I mean, this game right here is what the people have been waiting for. Let me get a drum roll. Shaq Fu two. Has been announced. <laughs> Shaq Fu 2 has been announced by Shaquille O'Neal, the man himself, in CES 2014. And I'm just going to go out on a limb. I'm going to assume Shaq maybe heard that Killer Instinct made a strong comeback on the Xbox One. Because I, I, if, I, if, 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 my, if my timeline is right, I'm pretty sure those games came around out around the same time Shaq Fu and Killer Instinct in the 90s. And he's probably looking like if that fighting game could come back, it's time for the motherfucking return to Shaq Fu. One of the worst games of all time. What do y'all think about this news? That that is funny. Look, I'm, you know I'm gonna take up for Shaq Fu. I'm gonna take up for Shaq Fu. I'm actually gonna take up for this game, okay? Because my, my homeboy had Shaq Fu on the Sega Genesis back in the day when we were you know kids, and we used to go over there. All right, so the main issue I had with the game, it wasn't really a bad game. People were kind of blowing it way out of proportion. It was bad. The problem, <laughs> no, it really, wasn't, it really wasn't really as bad as people making it. The problem with the game was it was the controls were Yeah, that's off, what makes a bad off, game. No, nah, I mean, other than that, the, okay, the story was stupid too. That's another thing. Exactly. So <laughs> but I still found ways to have fun with it. After you realized how to beat the game, it was 
pretty fun. Like, we like, used to have fun playing it. You was playing as Shaq. Up. You played as Shaq in a Harlem Globetrotter outfit. He fighting aliens and genies and shit. The story made no sense. The controls were horrible. You do things over and over. It would never respond to what you were doing. And then whenever you would press a button, for some reason, half the time, he would jump in the air for no damn reason. The game was so bad. I remember when me and my sister used to play it, you, we would play no corners rule. Like, you weren't allowed to trap each other in the corner because if you got trapped in the corner in that game, game over. You was not getting out that damn corner because you couldn't do no moves, no nothing. That game is terrible. And you know how you, I know Shaq Fu 2 is going to be bad? If you watch the interview, and I'll leave a link in the description box below. If you watch the interview where he's talking about it, the guy's like, so what can we expect from Shaq 2? He's like, oh, the graphics is going to be nice. The gra- That's the last thing I want to hear about in a damn fighting game is the graphics is going to be nice. What what <laughs> mechanics are you bringing to the game? You talk about the damn graphics, boy. Boy, bye. He don't I would, know. <laughs> I would have told you it's probably going to be a connect game, but like I said, um, we have fun on Chef Fu. I mean, we after you play it for a while, you you get used to it. And you, you actually can have fun in the game. Like I used to be a beast with the dude with the gun on his hand, and the reason I was a beast because nobody could get close to me because I would keep shooting that gun at you the whole time. And that's pretty much how so I was. So you were a spammer. So you were spammer. Yes, I was spamming at the <laughs> the whole time and killing people. And I would use the little red dude who I used to always think was like Charles Barkley on the game. Uh, the dude that had a little claws beast. I used to use him and uh. Whip, whip ass with him too so the game wasn't bad like I said the animations in that game were amazing that, the game was ahead of its time with the animations like if you look at the animations you sound like Shaq look, right now <laughs> nah if you really like I'm being that serious though like all jokes aside if you really go back and look at the game and you look at the animations like the animations were ahead of the time like they did the whole Prince of Persia uh, Persia idea from the original Prince of Persia like they did that whole idea with the animations and the animations really look good but that is the reason why the controls were so bad because the animations took forever to, to happen so that's what kind of screwed the controls up but yeah the game was bad but it was sort of fun at the same time like it was yeah. one of those kind of games like it was so bad it was good damage control I was, I was a little child i was a little child so i didn't really care it was it was okay but y'all remember that michael jordan game <laughs> i don't remember that what, what was that that's game a- it was, that was like a, that was like an action adventure game. Like Michael Jordan, he had like a regular basketball, a fireball, a ice ball, and he just ran around just hitting people. It was it was funny, but they those games came around the, the same time. But it wasn't a fighting game like Shaq Fu was. But uh, I think I don't know. I thought you're supposed to make games of of good games, like sequels of good games, not not games that everyone hated. I don't. Hey, you never know. It might come back out as a hit. I mean. You had good games get brought back that sucked. You know, remember Perfect Dark during the Xbox 360 release? Perfect Dark was a good game, but then that Xbox uh, 360 one was horrible. It, yeah, it didn't. It didn't live up to the to the yeah. greatness of, of the N64 version. It wasn't bad though, but for a launch title, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And then they had they tried to bring the GoldenEye back, and they they remade it, and that one wasn't great. It played too much like Call of Duty for one. Uh, don't remind me of that. Yeah, that was also <laughs> terrible. Okay, I get your point. I get your point. <laughs> <laughs> so it might actually come out to be like something really, really good. They might, you know, it might have developers who were working on it. That's like, man, look, we got, we can't, we can't have what happened back to the Sega crew back in the order, not the Sega crew, but the crew that made it back in the nineties. We got to actually make a good game. So they might actually, you know, do work and actually make What's a real good game. Now the okay. problem is that nobody's gonna buy it though because no one's gonna want to take that risk. Yeah, and I would. What, what if the controls were great? What if everything was great, but? the story once again what could you do with Shaq this was the whole problem with the first game how could you integrate a story with Shaq in it I don't the the story can be nutty though let it be nutty long as the controls are good and the gameplay is fun like they like he could I could see Shaq like 
give the game to a developer, like an indie developer, like the people who made Skullgirls, like that, that make a solid fighting game, don't got a big rep, so then maybe he could get the get the game developed on the low, like a cheaper price or whatever. Get some decent graphics on it, and you know, a reasonable price, it could be nice. The story doesn't really matter to me. It was more the gameplay was just really bad. Yeah, we'll have to see how long it takes for this game to, to come out, but I'll be I'll be looking forward to see what's going on with it. Shaq this fight gonna suck. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> it probably will, but oh well. but like I said, it, even if it's good, nobody's gonna take that risk and pick it up. Like I, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, the Shaq Fu scorned a lot of young black kids back in the '90s. If you grew up in that era, um, that's all I got on my show notes, you guys. So if you don't have anything else to add to the conversation, can we wrap this show up? Yep. Wrap it up. I don't want no age. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we get your closing <laughs> statement for tonight's episode, Gaming Illuminati, episode 16? Go. Uh, um, Nintendo, y'all need to step it up. Um, That's all I got. Oh, no, no. Nintendo need to step it up. All right. So, y'all, I don't know what they got to do with it, but they need, really need to step up the games. Um, try to get that third party support because it's looking real bad for y'all over there, Nintendo. And all y'all Nintendo facts, please stop giving those damage control statements. The, the, the console is just failing, man. It's failing. I don't care if you like your little Mario's and your little Dr. Luigi and all that weird stuff. Like, the game, the, the thing is failing. Um, as for Sony, Sony, y'all not looking as good as y'all did before E3. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. It seems like y'all getting that money-hungry feel like Microsoft. The things I hated about Microsoft, you guys are starting to do the same exact stuff that Microsoft is doing. And if Microsoft's console wasn't as weak as yours, I probably would be buying another Microsoft console. But other than that, that's all I got. Mm, All right, JG, can we get your closing statement for episode 16? Go. Yep, 2014. Right now, I'm bored out of my fucking mind. I'm waiting until February in March for these new games to come out. I need something new. And that's all I have to say. Alright. And my closing statement for tonight. Follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Black Hokage. That is one word. We've been streaming. All of us have been streaming. Matter of fact, twitch.tv slash UTXJG to Don and Game Fanatic slash 38... I mean, Game Fanatic 386. My bad. We got it. Um... Follow us on Twitch, like I said. <laughs> and a brain freeze. And, um, yeah, man. Like Jay-Z said, I'm excited for the games coming out in February and March. But if you think about it, what comes out after that? Mm, nothing until September. Until Destiny comes out. I mean, I gotta look at the, the list again. But... It seems like... T- I was thinking about it. It seems like 2014 doesn't... Uh, it seems like it's gonna be a slow year. I don't know. And then you already know, as, as a gaming company always does, nothing comes out in the summer, like, at all. So, right. yeah, between May and August, it's Wait, pretty when, much like when Watch Dogs day. come out? There's still no official release date. People were saying March, but who knows? Yeah, so next gen might not start till next year um anyway this has been gaming illuminati episode 16 i'd like to thank you the viewer or listener for listening um make sure to subscribe to the show on itunes if you haven't already links to all the articles and things that we discuss in the description box below also make sure to check out that zero zelda lore thing i was talking about the intro um once again thanks for watching but we out this bitch and i'm about to stream now i'm go <laughs> you know this ain't coming out that don't make no damn sense exactly <laughs> <laughs> they ain't coming out till days later alright like all oh, streaming right now then they go they go go disappointed <laughs> <laughs>